But yeah, banter. Banter, 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 banter. Yeah, but Rocket League. <sighs> okay. Welcome back to Plans Are Optional. I'm Andrew, joined by Marty and Neil. This is episode 51, and it should be episode 52. Oh my goodness, but it's been a year. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's been a year. We made it's a been, year, guys. That's crazy. It's been something. But naturally, we have to talk about it this week. St. Patrick's Day. It's coming Woo! up. So I have my green beer. When is it? Just tomorrow. <laughs> just to clarify. <clears throat> it's on Tuesday. Okay. So a, we're recording on Monday as always. Distracted this year. <clears throat> just this year or this week? Well, for this year's Paddy's Day. So mm. yes. Yes. Not sure well, why. But it's our St. Patrick's Day episode. And the whole time Neil will be drinking tea and coughing. Yeah. And Marty will be being Marty. And drinking a LaCroix. A LaCroix. Okay. The beer comes later. Once we're done, I can go home. Well, look at that. Such a professional. Mm-hmm. And how, how you guys been? How have we been? How have I been? Whew, I'm alive. <clears throat> You're alive? Sort of. That dog bite really took it out of you. He guess it did. Um, I, it, I guess it caused me to get deadly sick, uh, or I got sick in an unrelated, for unrelated reasons. So I've been out of it. I missed last week's, obviously. So I missed the wonderful episode fifty. Did you listen to it? I certainly did not listen to it. Oh man! Um, I I I did I did plan to listen to it, but again, <laughs> I've been a little distracted, um, and the sick was pretty bad sick. So I was really not. I was just kind of, you know, useless. I it guess. would have made you feel better. I'm sure it, of it. It probably would. <coughs> Would have made me. you miss us more. Mm. <laughs> oh, you didn't miss us. That's rough. No, it would. I'm sure it would have made me feel nostalgic and well, and, and warmed my co- <laughs> warmed my cockles. I guess, as we say. What the hell is a cockle? A cockle is. That's a good question, actually. I think it's some kind of. Um, I mean, a cockle is a. Is a shell a, a shellfish, right? Why? I don't know. Yeah, it's a type of um, mollusk, I think. Uh, but warm my cockles. I can consult the go- <laughs> the Google Guru. Um, I'm not exactly sure where it comes from, so I don't know. Well, while you're looking that up, I just want to say we're happy you're back. Happy you're feeling better. We missed your coughs. I I just want to say we missed you, Neil. It was Andrew and Marty, and it th- those episodes are just so much fun. Your story and anecdotes really, really tie this whole thing together. They do. Sorry, what my my anecdotes? Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. 
Sorry, I was reading about cockles. <laughs> All right. Well, so what'd you find out? It says that it comes through French, and it doesn't have anything to do with the mollusks, but it's uh, something to do with a fancy dish, coquilles Saint-Jacques, um, which roots back to the Latin word for conch, which... Oh, it is a cockle it's shell. A so it is, it is, yes. Oh. Back to a cockle-like shell, a form of conchlea um small kind of muscle but it, but i don't really know why it why it has the phrase it warms my cockles um i think they say maybe because it looks like a heart because people usually say it warms the cockles of my heart so it could be they're saying it could be that as usually as usually um as usual um these these sites don't exactly give a definitive answer on where a lot of these things come from. So, Well, well I, maybe one day you'll figure it out, or maybe one of our listeners will be able to tell us why that phrase is a phrase. Well, I have a question now. What's is your it, question? Is it conch or conch? Oh, good question, actually. I'm sorry, what did you just say? <laughs> is it's, it? It's chasm. Okay, it's chasm. <laughs> no, the because uh, we're talking about a shell, right? Uh, yeah. Muscle and everything, and then the yeah. the the Lord of the Flies, um, the the shell that they get that gives them power on the island. Is it a conch or is it a uh, what? What's the other way to pronounce it? Conch. Conch. I think it's conch. Uh, it's a conch. It's, it's yeah, definitely a conch. a conch. A conch is like so. You can have like a conch. It's a a woody. Uh, growth fungus like you see them on trees decaying dying trees you call that a conch but a conch is a shell not to be confused with conkers right you know you know what conkers are no no andrew i assume andrew does um could you use it in a sentence please uh, yeah, I can use it in a really good sentence. Conkers is a traditional children's game in the British Isles played using the <laughs> seeds of horse chestnut trees. The name conker is applied to the seed and to the tree. So we would play that. You, you get those seeds as a kid in England. We'd get those. And then you go harvest, you go pick them up and stuff. And then you get all different sizes. And then you drill a hole in it with a screwdriver or a drill in the middle. And then you tie it to a piece of string and then you play conkers is a game where you basically get three turns and you have to like overhand whap your conker on theirs where they just like hold it hanging, hold it out. And then they smack into each other if you get a hit and whoever's conker breaks um, loses. So, yeah, and then you, you know, like maybe you can get one conker to win 10 in a row or something. So that's like a tenner or whatever. Super cool game. Sometimes you can really hurt, hurt your hands, like when conkers smack you on the fingers. Um, and sometimes people would cook or slightly roast them to make them better, make them harder. Okay. Yeah. Is that considered an unfair advantage in the game of conkers? Yeah, I don't think... I think professional conkers, which is a thing, uh, I don't think okay. you'd be allowed to um, do that. Not allowed to roast your conkers, huh? No, you're not allowed mm-hmm. to make stuff up. Not allowed huh. to, not allowed to boost him. It's an interesting oh. game. Yeah. So, I guess 
How how good of a Conquerors player were you as a child, Neil? Um, <coughs> I remember having a couple of good ones. Um, don't know how good I was. You know, it's hard to say um, in the grand scheme of the entire world. Uh, but I think I had like I must have had like a 30, 30, 30 plus one once. I mean, a lot of it's. I think a lot of it just comes down to luck. Obviously, you get a really hard chestnut, and then you win. So you're semi good, semi lucky, lucky. Yeah, at swinging nuts around. Pretty. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, Neil. Conkers. Neil the the swinger of nuts. The conquering hero. <laughs> Did we have any games like that as kids, Marty? Do you remember? Uh. Do you remember being a kid? Yeah, I do remember being a kid. Um, I don't, I don't, not that I remember. I mean, just baseball, ultimate. Um, none that were um, kind of like that. I mean, kids play this uh, fingers game where you have a certain number of digits on each hand and then you have to like hit the other person's Normally hand 10. and it at is it called 10 no i'm just saying like digits on a hand or on hands well, no <laughs> <laughs> so you you have like two fingers out on each hand and then you hit that you hit the fingers and then it like makes them go away or anything and then you add carry them over and you can like if you hit if you have no fingers left on a hand you and you have two on another hand you can choose to split them do you remember that game nope i played it a few times but i don't i don't remember exactly how it's played obviously because i'm doing a terrible job uh, describing <laughs> it okay. um well maybe we'll remember something later on but how's your week marty are you sick uh, are you no. dying no, I'm not. I'm tired. A couple of late nights. Um, this uh, late current nights, events, man. You were playing Rocket League with us. <laughs> and you left doesn't, at like 10.30. Doesn't mean I slept through the whole night. <clears throat> okay. So You have a lot on your mind? Yeah. Restless nights? Playing Conkers? What are you thinking about? <laughs> what's on your mind? Uh, trying Next to segment, out. what's on your mind with Marty? trying to figure out how um school is going to happen and what i'm going to do with my program for the kids um also coming up with contingency plans with everything that's going on so it's caused um a big wrinkle um in my is, current is something day-to-day going on? job is something happening um yeah there's a locust swarm in the middle east oh okay got it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's what i read about and that. how does that affect you um Grains of sand are not able to blow across the plains or the desert and create the sand dunes. And that's having an effect on the climate right now. And so it's changing the wind and trade patterns here. Um, like you wouldn't believe. Um, like unheard, so it's a, unheardly. It's or, a negative effects of chaos theory. Right. And when you have all those you. locusts and they're... they're um, uh, using their wings it creates more of a breeze too and so now the the wind patterns are really thrown out of whack 
<laughs> you made Neil young. Well, <laughs> no, I, 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 no, he didn't. I was trying to say, I don't know what I was trying to say. I, was, I mean, it's uh, so topsy turvy uh, right now uh, in, uh, in, in, uh, uh, Thailand, um, in a, one of their cities, there was a monkey fight, uh, between two rival gangs of monkeys, either the city monkeys or the, um, uh, the outskirt, uh, monkeys of the town. And they had a they had like a, a brawl with a couple hundred monkeys. It was a turf no, war. Because it's of not the really wind? called a gang of monkeys. Isn't there like a proper term, like a proper biological term for a group of a barrel or primates? A barrel. A it's barrel. A, it's a horde. <laughs> a horde. I don't know. I'm making it. I up. don't know either. Anyway, these... I mean, the the locusts are just causing mad madness in the world. Monkeys well, are you can't do anything weird. about it, so just get some rest, Marty. Um, I'm going to try. It's so, called Andrew, a, how was oh, your yeah, week? a troop or a barrel. You're good, Marty. Oh, really? A barrel's right? A barrel is correct. <laughs> you didn't know that? <laughs> no. No. Well, He's probably got... thinking of like that, that little game, barrel yeah. monkeys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's called a troop, a barrel, a carload, or a cartload. I, I have heard of troop before. Um, Why would it be a carload of monkeys? I don't know. It's a troop of baboons. Oh, that's Monkeys. what maybe no, no, we should. Yeah, a barrel or a troop, basically. Maybe that's what we should do is our next Kahoot thing next week is um, have group, the... Group um, names of animals? Yes. But now I know that. I'm going to cheat. Or we just don't have to do that next week. I'll It'll put it together. At least expect it. I'll put it together here soon. And Neil's citizenship test. Yeah. <laughs> and he's well, not going to get around to it. One year later. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey. We didn't come up with that till like episode 10 mm. or something. So I got like 10 episodes left. Okay. Uh, it's not like we really follow timelines on this thing. I'm still waiting for you guys to do the all the clothes challenge. <laughs> <laughs> Is that still a thing? Uh, yeah, still I'm raining. It's champion. still a thing we didn't do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> For sure. I think you guys should wait until the dead of summer to do it. Uh, that's what I've been waiting for. No. <laughs> that is why. Yep. I, that's why I haven't done it. Yep. Well, but, Andrew, uh, how was your week? My week was uh, fine. It was good. It was great. It was fantastic. It was seven days. Like all other weeks. Um, Did you do trivia this week? Uh, yes. Yes, I did. How'd that go? It was like all pub trivia. It was fun. I had drinks. So informative. Well, I mean, you want a play-by-play? Or story or elaboration or just something more about your week? No, it's pretty basic trivia. I didn't have much going on. I just worked. That's all I do. Um, let me think. Let me think here. Nothing really exciting happening happened at trivia, honestly, and that's fine. Uh, yeah. No, I'm I'm dead. I'm I have no ideas. Didn't do anything cool. All right. Excitement always here on always. plans are optional. Always excited. Neil's back from the dead. Andrew had an exciting week, and 
I'm suffering the repercussions of locusts in the Middle East. But really, it's not locusts. Right. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Right. If you haven't caught the news, uh, there's some global pandemic going on. Um, So global pandemic. It's good to see your faces and, well, you know, not be around you right now. So that's good. Oh, shut up. It's fine. It's going to ruin St. Patty's Day, though. Yeah, uh, pubs in Ireland apparently have closed in and are uh, as a way to prevent the spread of of the vi- of the virus. Yeah, yeah. And you know I that's think, serious if Ireland is going. Well, England yesterday announced basically the same. I think the government said don't go to the pubs. They didn't say it was legally required not to. So I assume that they're probably still full, but um, at least they've told people to not do that well, and Prime Minister uh, Johnson has been under fire for trying to create a herd immunity yeah. plan and that's gone over real well not at all um, well what have you guys done have you guys done any prepping or anything yeah I have I've done, we've been doing a lot of stuff I've got two kids now at home so not only do I have a full-time job now that I work from home with all of a sudden, but now I'm a teacher. Um, so I also have to make sure I keep my kids um, doing schoolwork and give them things to do all day. <coughs> I had to stock up on food items um, and all that fun stuff. And that's about it. I'm not preparing at all. <laughs> I uh actually so I uh I moved out of state recently and I still have my old plates and I went to the grocery store uh on Sunday just to pick up some groceries and I had forgotten about my old plates cuz in my small little town people were coming from out of state to you know get stuff namely toilet paper because mm-hmm. apparently the coronavirus makes you shit your pants. I don't know. But I pull up and I was like, oh, no, I still have my old plates on. They might know me or they might think I'm just coming in here to, you know, grab all the essentials and run. Right. So I made that very quick trip. <laughs> so they didn't they didn't give you hassle. No, no. I, no. I, it's such a small town. I've seen every cashier at least three times. Right. You know. So what did you walk out with? Like two things of toilet paper? No, I don't need toilet paper. I'm fine on toilet paper. I, uh, I just picked up stuff to make, uh, I made some chicken in a, in the slow cooker (laughs) and, uh, that'll be my lunch. Well, it was my lunch today. It'll be my lunch tomorrow and my dinner tonight. Very exciting stuff, but no, I'm not like, I'm not like stocking up on things either. It's, fine not entirely too worried yeah i did but i don't have kids at home to teach that'd be an entirely different story no i mean what are you gonna do yeah i did get some uh provisions today um i went to the store um stocked up like i was going back to college uh provisions for like making quesadillas and uh, top ramen and 
um, other stuff that's cheap and that can be um, for extended periods of time. Um, but I also didn't stock up in any TP um, because, yeah, there's something wrong with you if you're going through that much toilet paper in the span of a month or something. So, yeah, and the coronavirus doesn't have a symptom for for diarrhea, really. Not not much. So I don't think that that's really a thing. <laughs> I don't think that's a thing. No, I think but people it just. Blew up. Yeah, it's it weird. And it's it was, nice to wipe your your mouth off after you, you know, throw up. I don't think nausea is part of it. Uh no, nausea not so much. Not not so much in the vomiting end of things. Just No. Coughing, fever, kind of flu. It's like flu. Yeah, it's like a dry cough, but you don't have a runny nose. And who knows? But oh. some people are going around and they don't have any symptoms at all. Mm-hmm. Which I guess right. that's the scary part of this. But, yeah. uh, well, it's scary yeah. because they might infect someone and kill yeah. them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well. <laughs> well. Yeah. 7,000 deaths would suggest that's a fact. Yeah, but, I mean, it's nowhere near <laughs> over. But no, the no. flu kills plenty of people every year. <clears throat> sure, but not as many as this would. I think the... We, we don't know yet. We don't have the final numbers. Uh... Oh, who was it? They said it was a some health official. Um, maybe it was the lead one for the White House was saying that the flu has a uh, death ratio of 0. 0.01 um, per people that get it now. Um, oh, but this one is like 0. 0.1. 0. 0.1? I think, I think this one is either 1.0 But that's only or from people that they tested. Right. Yeah, yeah. So when you consider there's the plenty people, of people that you don't know, right. That might have had it or do have it. Yeah, you don't have well actually data right now. Th- that guy said right now the numbers probably around about two percent for countries where people can get medical assistance. But when you consider the number of people that haven't been tested, it could very well be as low as one percent total, um, because obviously you know there's a large number of people that are perfectly fine um, and are not dying. But the issue, of course, being not that, say, someone like us would be, you know, at risk necessarily, unless we have any, you know, previous health issues, but just that, you know, older people are going to be, they're, they're, More susceptible. they're closer to being in that 1%, you know, or, or are in it. So it's like, it's a little scarier for them, I think. There was a 21-year-old uh, football, uh, football player in uh, La Liga. That died. Oh, was it? Yeah. Wow. Hmm. But it, I mean, the other thing is, is that you just because you may not necessarily die of the virus, it may mean that you contract pneumonia or some other illness that also leads to your death as well. Sure. So I'd um, still, I'd still consider that a bad outcome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, death. Yeah, death is a bad outcome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, <laughs> the world's gone crazy. Officially, it has, it has it needs gone, to calm down a little bit. It has gone. Well, it, it it's hard to say, right? Because is it better to go overreact and then through the overreaction, be extremely cautious and help, and then thereby alleviate many unnecessary deaths, 
always no, better that's to all take right. the But you don't need to approach. buy a store out of toilet paper. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I agree with and that. And you definitely yeah. don't want to look at your retirement right now. <laughs> no, you definitely nope. don't. Yeah. No <laughs> one awful. I know. No one wants to look at that. It's brutal. I'm down like thirty percent right now. Yep. You and everyone else. <laughs> the important thing is, is also think of the other people that are not gonna have state incomes or um that may go be without supplies or be able to have that emergency fund to stockpile uh the supplies that are needed. So um you know, part-time workers, students, um, especially we're probably going to try to start a podcast for supplemental income. We're going to have some competition. I know all of our money is going to going to be taken by all these <laughs> Corona fly-by-nighters. Well, yeah. and I, I I did hear that uh, that you expect to hear a lot of solo albums to come out in the next few months <laughs> from true. people being in. Uh, lockdown in their home studio or something and breeding uh, creativity. Um, That's that could be could produce some good good music. Yeah, but or not Netflix, man. That's true, right? Netflix. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I don't know if you guys heard it. There isn't it. There is a really sweet um, rap song that somebody created about the coronavirus that I think was passed being passed around yesterday. Do you have I, any I, of the bars memorized? Um, not exactly, <laughs> no. But yeah, I, no. <laughs> but it was great. Uh, we shall post it on our Facebook page because it was just, it was choice. Are you going to visit the Facebook page and, and post it now? Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> okay. So if you guys are looking at the Facebook page right now, it's probably not up there. So just Google it. Um, now people were adding different verses to, we didn't start the fire as well. Oh, I, saw I saw that. I was pretty I saw good. A, I saw a meme on Instagram. I, I uh, will tell you one thing though, that also started, um, R Kelly had uh, another accusation made against him. And from that accusation of, um, exposing uh two people uh knowingly exposing two people to a venereal disease they went and made or rearranged uh the words of i believe i can fly um to about that topic which was also not as funny but the creativity was was there as well so you all can you got you got a joke to get through the hard times Mm -hmm. i can't take anything seriously my downfall well guys do you just want to get into the articles that i had today because they're kind of one leads into one's about the coronavirus and leads into another topic Mm, okay go all right so uh israel is looking into the possibility of tracking people with confirmed cases of coronavirus through their phones to make sure that they're staying in quarantine. Hmm. What are your you know, thoughts? No, you can just leave the phone at home. Yeah, that's that's a little bit of a loophole, but I but I like it. Otherwise, I think it's good. I don't like it at all. There we go. <laughs> Two different opinions. <laughs> <laughs> Elaborate. 
Well, I don't really give a shit about the whole Big Brother thing. And I, I think if you're going around uh, spreading disease, you know, um, sure. I think the government... Yeah, then why don't you just put them in a proper quarantine and not just tell someone to go stay in their house? Well, maybe they don't have the facilities for that. I, I don't know. And plus, if it was me personally and I had the choice of a government quarantine or or staying at home, I, I think a lot of people would prefer to stay home, right? But then you might be tempted to say, screw this, I'm going out now. Mm-hmm. I guess I I would be okay with it if it wasn't through your cell phone. I, you know, if... if Like a bracelet. Ankle bracelet, yeah. yeah. I mean, that I'd be okay with that. But I mean, just as far as getting all that access. But they're okay tracking us that. through our phone anyway. Like, yeah, they what, probably are, but they yeah. haven't openly admitted it, I don't mm. think. Well, in, in doing research, this is another topic for this to try to uh, find the article that it was a conform. Marty, how do you feel about it? You can't just bring things up. What do you think? Was uh, they were, they're getting around the warrant of me? tracking people through allowing um, you to be tracked, like by you selecting allow notifications or um, location services um, through apps and saying yes. So that's one way that they're getting around, um, you know, the illegal wiretapping or uh, low-jacking your phone is that you're opting into it. But still, you can just leave the phone at home. You can. You uh, you absolutely can. But how many people actually do that? How many people literally believe that if they leave their phone at home that they'll probably die before they get back? Yeah. It's like they, they, their phone is their lifeline to everything. I, I, I have kids and families uh, that I work with that, they will let other uh, subsidies or anything go by the wayside or even uh, food and good nutritional food um, for getting a new iPhone or Samsung Galaxy. Like it's the thing. And like kids, like hmm. sixth graders or younger are having these really expensive phones. It's like, yeah, it's dumb. oh my gosh. I like Andrew today. It's like, fuck the coronavirus. It's a bunch <laughs> of shit. Kids are dumb. <laughs> it's all. Stupid. I'm not saying the kids are dumb. I'm no, I know. I'm saying I know. the parents yeah, the supplying parents. A, a child with an eight hundred dollar phone doesn't make sense. In the state in which Andrew moved to, that mentality is like perfect. Yeah, for that state. <laughs> I'm just assimilating, guys. No, uh, I will have had this. Uh, so my my old job, they're all shut down, working from home, and. I I wouldn't be able to do it. I mean, I I still might have to work from home, but at the same time, I don't have much to do in the office right now, so I'll just have a field day. Fine with me. Yeah, and your profession is kind of weird that they wouldn't just go, like, all right, you got to go do stuff out in the field, if like in your old job. If well, I mean, I'm, I'm sure some done. of them are doing it, but you still have a lot of human-to-human in- interaction. Phone call, man. Phones, phones, Google Hangout, Skype. Phones always work. Always. In remote locations. Yeah, yep. remote locations. Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what they're best But at. yeah, no, that's my attitude right now. I, I understand the concern for the coronavirus, but I think there's a bit of overreaction. But going back to your point, Neil, I understand, you know, lesser of two evils there. But. Sure. Come on. And then. Yeah. Going back to these kids with iPhones, come on. Right. Well, so I agree sure. with you. I mean, it is it, it it is bad. It's bad 
choices, I guess, by the parents. Um, but that's the reality of it, right? As Marty said, yeah. it's just, it is the reality for a lot of people. Like, I yeah. always marvel at that because I've often thought this in, you know, in my head. I'll walk around and I'll, and I'll see people and I know people who I know don't have a lot of money, but they always do have the latest, you know, the iPhone 10 or 11. And like, I don't, I don't do that. I keep, I'm still on an iPhone 6, right? So I'm like on the other end of the How spectrum. many iPhones are there? Uh, We're on well, 11, yeah. but I think I, they skipped like from <laughs> 6 or 7 to like 10. No, there was an 8. Okay, well, there isn't a 9. Yeah, there is no 9. I Why think would there be a 9? They went with like an 8S or something, and then they went right to 10. They went to 10 because I think it was the 10th year of an iPhone. So I think that's why they did it. That's why they had the 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 iPhone 10 was because it was the 10th anniversary of releasing yeah. the first iPhone. And then they had like the X, right? Or is it is it the 10X? That was X 10. Or, that is the 10. Oh, yeah, because yeah. it's a Roman numeral for 10, right? <laughs> oh, my God. It all makes sense now. It's okay. You're coming back from the dead here. So <laughs> we'll forgive sense. you for that one. But yeah, no, I, I agree with you. But, you know, anyone can get the newest and greatest through an upgrade, really. Yeah. You can upgrade and you just monthly payments on your phone with 0% interest. So, I mean, they just keep churning them out. Yeah. I will make the argument that it is nice to spur the next generation on and get them caught up to the current technology because um, kids – especially in, in a school setting where I work, kids can teach teachers how to navigate certain things better and faster and get that going. Like that part I'm all for. Um, but they would rather also... have more competent teachers. Yeah. So well, Matt is ageism. all for the part where kids can tell him how to do his job. <laughs> no. I'm, I'm saying it's, it's ageism. So that technology has outpaced where it's getting more advanced than where we were um, from where I was when the first cell phones um, uh, really became smaller than your, than your hand, um, you know, to where they are now. Where but you have an iPhone too, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, I remember getting my first cell phone in middle school and you had like a hundred. You had a cell phone in middle school? It was like eighth grade, and I used it for um, basketball trips. It was, snake. It was the, Did it the have Nokia snake on it? Brick. Did yes. it have snake? Yes. You yes. See. Snake. And so, like, you had a hundred minutes to call, and that was it. Hundred to two minutes, a hundred to two hundred minutes, or something to call and receive uh, right. minutes, and, and then so, you pay a fortune. Right, but like now. It's like my cell phone bill with unlimited data and everything and unlimited calling. It's like 50, 60 bucks plus the 30 some odd dollars I play for, pay for the phone. So it's a hundred dollar phone bill. But granted, I don't have a landline, but kids are able to pick up and use the technology faster and they're able to pick up like right. I'm terrible at video games. Like Andrew sure. remembers, you probably remember the first time we know to your house and and played uh, time splitters too and that was the first game that i'd ever played with uh using two joysticks to look around and a first yeah, person we don't shooter. have to go that far back to figure this out as neil's saying right well so you know though barney to, to to your point um think about when you were a kid right like 
I remember growing up and, you know, you might have a Nintendo, you might have a Game Boy, uh, maybe later on a phone. Um, if you, then as you get even older, maybe a laptop or something. But yeah, a phone has all that, right? It has all that and more than all those pieces of crap in comparison by today's standards. Mm-hmm. So all those yeah. games, all those learning apps, all those tools, it's a fantastic utility. But I don't feel as if um, it's util- utilized uh, necessarily uh, for all it could be, right? It's not like all these no, kids are, are using it for learning and 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 um etc so but even so still they're cool i mean i'm with you like it's a it's an empowering piece of technology and information to have at your fingertips as a child um how you choose to use that obviously is up to you but yeah i I hear what you're saying it's a tool to be used not a crutch to be relied upon right and so like the number of kids that can't do division or even long division just kind of astounds me and sure. really frustrates me. But you can't make the argument that you're never going to have, that you're not going to have a calculator in your pocket anymore because you, <laughs> do. you do. You do, yeah. Yeah, you yeah, know what my kids? You know what my kids do? Just, just as a little side note. So they have, um, they have a Switch. We have a Nintendo Switch, right? We have a PlayStation. We, they have, each of them has like an old iPad that, or, well, one has a newer one that we bought. Uh, yeah, anyway, they have all the little stuff like iPad, iPad. So it's like, oh, no more video games today. So if you say that, then that means, oh, there's no more Switch today. And so they, they go, okay, no problem, dad. And then they walk off and the next thing you know, they're using their iPad. It's like, because there's so many devices you can't just ban one. You have to ban them all. Yeah. Otherwise, they just like scam around you and just no you know, more electronics. Yeah, that's that's it. The problem with that though is, as a parent, if you say that, if you make that de- that determination that your kid no longer is allowed to have any television or screens, you have to face the consequences of what that actually means in today's world because they're not as well equipped to necessarily find um other things to do to entertain themselves. get them like, some conquers yeah. yeah well i have to they're, they're chestnuts do we have chestnuts in in the states yes uh, i'm sure you can find some yes we right. have chestnuts in the states okay just checking <laughs> yeah conquers yeah conquers. yeah teach them how to play conquers neil alternatively you could do what i've done this week with my son which is i've actually had quite a bonding experience with him in the last few days because me and him with everything going on with Corona and the rain and being stuck in the house, we started playing Stardew Valley. So we're digitally, virtually um, growing strawberries, uh, mining ore, making melons, um, talking to the villagers, having a good old time doing that. So that is that is cool to be able to bond yeah. you know, with your kid that way. Yeah. Um, but back back to that rain is that cold freezing california rain um is it fluffy yeah light? yeah it is it's <laughs> brutal it's a brutal brutal conditions out there right now to be honest with you so, you know so stardew valley i'm actually not 100 percent caught up like you you've explained it a couple times but not fully in depth. So what's the premise of the game? So it's interesting. It's it's basically a farming game, um, kind of old school 2D retro, really casual. But it's like, you know, every, you, you go to a town, 
you get this crappy old farm there's all the villagers there's events that happen in the village there's mines you chop down the trees you basically it's a resource gathering game um and there's millions of little side quests where you do things you can there's a lot of fishing um it's basically fishing farming foraging mining and um just stuff, and, and it's uh it's a continuously cycling game so it just starts in the spring you go through 30 days of spring and then you go through each season and in each season different things happen and you bit you know you make buildings you raise animals you but you know you have to construct the buildings the chicken coops the silos you can tap trees for honey you can make jam all kinds of stuff um and, Did you say um, you get honey from trees yeah that doesn't happen no, no, you get a bees, you, you build a beehive to get honey <laughs> okay. and you can tap, you can tap trees for maple syrup. All right. Um, That's you can like do, it. there's tons of stuff you can do basically, but it literally is. The funny thing about the game is, so you wake up every day and it's, it's structured in a way that the game time progresses. You have to get in bed by two o'clock in the morning you, or when until you run out of energy, you go to bed, you wake up. And then when you wake up, it's like seven, six thirty or seven a.m. So nothing in town is open. So you have about two hours in which you do your chores, and your chores are obviously in farming. It's um, apart from planting seeds when that's done. It's, it's watering all the seeds. You literally are sitting there doing chores. <laughs> it's the most. It's the most <laughs> oddly satisfying thing because I was like, this sounds so so bad. But once you start doing it and you start, because then you sell your crops, right? And you start getting money, then you can, you can start upgrading your stuff. And then you, like, everyone has a birthday through the year and you can find the people and you give them a present and then you become their friends. And then you get, it permits you access into their house to do other but stuff. But can you just be like the town hermit? Yeah, you can completely ignore everything if you want to. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a game where you can pretty much do anything you want to do. Um, in many ways, I kind of think of it as like World of Warcraft without, with just the side quests. It's like, wow, just <laughs> side quest wow in 2D with farming. Because wow had a lot of that too, right? You could do, um, you could learn these different skills in wow and you could get, you could make things and you'd go off and you'd, you'd kill stuff to forage, right? To, yeah, to, to or get you the go around mining. Go mining. So similar kind of thing. Um, except it's in a really sort of cartoon, like la di da, like very, very friendly, um, casual sort of almost um, comfort. I guess is a good word to explain the game. It's a very comforting game, very casual, comforting game. No stress, no, no annoyance. Just a cool game. Good, good with the kid because you know we're we're doing all this stuff together. It's fun. It's a fun game. So why don't you just do that in your backyard? My wife like does. plant a plant a garden <laughs> and water yeah. the seeds in the well, morning. You know, so here's here's like, an actual story. So I said to my wife, or I said something to Owen. I'm like, oh yeah, cool. We, we we've got enough gold now for uh, we we can get the chicken coop. And she was just sort of like not listening to us, and she just heard get the chicken coop. And my wife has wanted a real chicken coop for ages. And oh she, no! She turned around all excited, it's like chicken coop. What? You get chicken because she knows that I'm the one who won't get the damn chicken coop, right? Because I know whenever we get this stuff, it's always me that ends up having to deal with it. So anyway, <laughs> and because of coronavirus, now she's gone into this full-on survival zombie apocalypse mentality of we need a chicken coop so we can get chicken so that we can have eggs. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, like ridiculous. So yeah. Yeah, but you still have to feed the chickens. 
for yes. them to produce eggs. Yes, and when you when you go on trips, you have to get somebody to watch them. Yep. So like like the dogs and cats we already yeah. have, we could get the cats to watch the chickens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah. You you should get a chicken coop though. I, I'm not against the idea. Um, it sounds just, like you're against the idea. I don't really have anywhere good to put it um, unless I terrace out a section of like a, a slope, you know, like a hill. Um, but there is this really cool thing online called Eggloo, and it's a company that makes essentially prefabricated chicken coops that are, um, instead of building your own, um, but they look kind of cool, actually. They're very, um, they seem very convenient is the best way of putting it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you know, um, I'm not totally against it, but I mean, you, but even then, you can purchase plants for a chicken coop that are fairly inexpensive, and the materials yeah. are. It's not too bad to put one together. Sure, sure. Yeah, uh, I have a friend at work who has one. He's had one for a couple of years, and he, I think, he has six chickens. Um, and yeah, he gets a good, good, you know, good crop out of. I guess crops the wrong word with animals, but what do you call it? Good. Harvest yield. Harvest yield. 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 Yeah. yield, yeah. He gets plenty of eggs. And he swears plenty that they're way eggs. better than the store. Marty, how do you um, feel about chickens? Would you ever get a chicken coop? Me? Yeah, you. No, no. I hate I hate them. <laughs> Why? They're they're delicious, but no. Um You hate them. My- Why? One of my jobs in college, uh, I was an entomologist on a tree farm, and my boss, the doctoral student that I was working for, um, we had to live on the farm, on the tree farm, and we, they, we had this double-wide trailer, and he's like, I'm going to get some chickens. And uh, so he built this chicken coop, and I helped him build it and everything. And we raised these chickens. Um they hated me and I hated them and peck at me and everything. <laughs> Why did and they I, hate you? I don't know. They would just always peck at me when I go in to feed them or move. Like it was just bad. And I, I didn't like it. Um, and so, you know, feeding them at night and coming back after being out in the, in the tree farm all day and collecting bugs. It was like the last thing that you wanted to do was, you know, get pecked at. So it's like, uh, so, uh, chickens are just not my forte. Um, Do you have a birds, fear of chickens? Birds in general are just not my. I'm not a bird. I'm not a bird person. Okay. I'm sorry, Andrew. I know you like birds. No, I, I don't have any strong feeling towards birds. I just thought I'd give you one. <laughs> yes, Andrew flipped me the bird. <laughs> um. Where'd we come from? Well, we were talking about uh, uh, being <laughs> tracked by phones for the virus. Phone tracking. Andrew, you asked about this game that Neil's playing. So let me let me go back because there was a follow up article to this um, where this guy in Florida he was out for a bike ride and he had his phone oh, in his pocket because again you God. never leave home without your phone and he went to go like look at his route on a like map my ride or run or whatever um thing and it turns out he went right by a house while it was in the process of being burglarized or in the window that it was good that it was burglarized so um the police pulled up all the information got from google <coughs> and because he was there he was a su- they made him a suspect so what is your thoughts on that 
Bad luck. <laughs> For sure. That's, that's why you don't go biking. That's why. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. Exercise I mean, will get accused. How you, long was he a suspect for? Um, so he was just on a bike ride and then uh, they were pulling his account and he had seven days to fight the account or uh, it was going to be there, but they were looking at it. At, he was a suspect. Um, and then yeah, it doesn't say how long he was. Um, but they used the GPS and cellular and Wi-Fi connections of everybody to see who was in the area. So, so that's being provided, not obviously not by the phone companies, but by the by the um, telecom companies. Um, mm-hmm. And this must be pretty common practice, I would imagine, if that's what's going on. Um, this was in the the United States or somewhere. It was else? in Florida. In Florida. Yep. Yeah. So within a, a three-hour time span, he was by the house three times, and that's why they, it pinged him as a suspect. Uh, he is he, awful at choosing bike routes. Well, he probably went on a loop or something, and then... But why did you go, like, why would you go on a loop three times? Why don't you just make a bigger loop? Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> well, when yeah. he was looping back home... <laughs> I, yeah, that's twice, Marty. This said maybe three times. Maybe he lives times. on a cul-de-sac, and he had to get out of his road, and there's only one entrance to his road, Andrew. All and right, maybe, so he went, the and then he came back. Was, that's twice. And maybe the third time was him going to the grocery store in his car. I don't then know. Then why won't all of his neighbors be suspects? Because they only did it once. Yeah. Or they, But they or reside close there. enough. Or weren't there. I told I mean, you he was he was by the house three times within a time period. Yeah, but neighbors are always by the house. But if it's in the middle of the day and they're at work and he's suddenly not there. Is it the middle of the day? Is this guy unemployed and just biking around? Well, do you Doing bike the same at night? All day? It's his day off. Do you bike at night? Is it his day off? We don't have enough information, as always. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> the point, though, is uh, it's perfectly fine. Police got a police. As long as he wasn't like overly harassed for it. If they were just like, yeah. hey, was this you? No, I was just biking. Oh, okay, cool. Right. Apparently, this uh, isn't I, the I first hope they time do a little bit done. more investigation than that. But, you know. Apparently, this is not the first time this practice has been done by this police department. If they. I mean, actually, when it comes to, to robbery. They don't usually catch them, do they? So this may be um, improving um, success rates for robberies through technology. Would you rather have an improvement across the state at the expense of a couple of people coming up flagged as potential suspects because of odd behavior, although although benign, um, or would you rather just let the robberies keep happening well, i mean i'd rather uh you know i'd rather there be a decrease in robberies but like i said as long as it's like he has an alibi and it makes sense i mean you, you think about the gps technology you have you know probably in your phone you're usually you know at, at the very best 
within 10 feet of accuracy. But if he's moving and he's on a bike, that can balloon up to 60 feet easily. You know, and all of a sudden you're on both sides of the right of way. Mm-hmm. You don't, it's not going to show him in the house at all. I think it just said it pinged to the Wi-Fi or the cellular. And since he was using Map My Run or some tracking app while he was doing that, that that's why it pinged him. And getting further in it, he was by the house three times within one hour, not three times in three hours. So he was doing like continuous loops in his neighborhood. Again, this guy picks the worst routes. I mean, honestly, from all the facts you give me, I'm wondering if this guy did did do a burglary. <laughs> it's a bit suspicious, isn't it? But there's nothing to really tie him <laughs> to it aside from doing loops on his bicycle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so this is now a common practice, apparently, um, in other communities in the nation. Um, it's part of their agreement. So read your Google agreements, everybody. If you're worried about being accused of a break-in. Well, I mean, yeah, they, they could track. So, okay, let's say they see he was there three times within an hour. Does that give cause for a warrant? The search warrant? No. Just questioning him, maybe. Just questioning, yeah. Yeah. And I think if that line is maintained, I'm okay with that. Yeah. So, again, Google tracked him and made, and made him a suspect. Okay, so where, where is this going to come into your life, Marty? When do you think you're going to be sus- uh, a suspect? You never know. Where think about think about your daily life, maybe your week to week life. What's likely to happen as we get into crazier and crazier times, and maybe I am walking down the street, and uh, it just so happens that a burglary happened, and I could be a suspect in it could go to an establishment leave go get food come back and that's two and going somewhere else and coming back and that's three that could happen so what so three is the magic number i'm just providing an example okay well how do you feel about it marty do you like it do you not like it I'm not a fan of tracking my phone where exactly it is. So I always say don't allow on those. So, Mm. um, you know, I don't even have find my iPhone on. So um, because my iPhone's usually always with me because I don't leave it at home when I go places. So it's usually always with me. So, you know, it's I always do the pocket check phone, keys, wallet um, to make sure I have everything. Even you? before I leave a room, even at work, I make sure I have all of those things. Before you leave a room? That's excessive. Neil, what do you carry on yourself every day? Carry on myself? Just my phone and, um, you know, credit card and driver's license. Ooh. What do you, is that? What do you mean, ooh? <laughs> I, I don't know. I just I, I was hoping you'd have something that Marty didn't have. <laughs> no, I don't have anything. I I try to carry as little as possible, so I have one of those little sticky things that stick to the back of the phone, so that I don't have to carry a wallet and a phone. I just carry a phone, uh, which contains. Or if you lose your phone, you're just fucked. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It does expose <laughs> me to that, and that has all um, your eggs in one basket. All my eggs are definitely in in one basket for sure. Yeah. But it's a risk I'm willing to take. 
for simplicity. Mm-hmm. Andrew, what about yourself? I know I would carry at least a pocket knife, but I work at a school, so I'm, I can't carry that. Can you not have a pocket knife there? No, you're not supposed oh. to. Oh. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. If I'm leaving the house, I have a six pack of beer. No, <laughs> it's the same as you guys. Phone, keys, wallet, pocket Hat. knife, usually. Hat. What? Not always. I mean, but at least 360 days out of the year, yes. Why are you so infatuated with hats? I'm not infatuated with them. I oh, just wait. I just always wear them. You always wear them. Is that like since when? Um, Ever since I've known Andrew, which I think he was in eighth grade when I met him. Um, oh, okay. So from he, a young age. He, he's from a worn young hats age. since then. Yeah, it's been a while. I'm trying to think. It's, it's, I don't know. Like, so do you remember, like, uh, thinking one day in your sixth grade or something, I, I, I like hats. Okay, I think here's <laughs> what happened. I think in sixth grade, I was able to wear a hat in class. Ah. And that started. So you it. took full advantage. I took full advantage. <laughs> and never No stopped. stopping now. <laughs> I'm not turning back. No. Yeah, I, I don't know. Hmm. I was actually, so when I moved, I don't know if I told you guys this, but I counted how many hats I had. Did I tell you guys? No. No. All right. Take a guess. All right. How many hats? Uh, I'm going to say 175. 74. We're somewhere in the middle of that range. Okay. 100. Uh, more. 125. You're getting warmer. 135. That was a, just about it, yeah. Okay. Wow, that's a lot of hats, Jeez. man. And I got rid just, of a lot of them. Just for the record, they're all pretty much um, baseball caps, yeah? Mostly. Well, I, yeah, mostly. I mean, I, I didn't count beanies, but I did count uh, one flat cap, and then I counted uh, a Stetson, you know, cowboy hat, like cowboy-ish. So, has anyone ever called you Andy Cap? No. You know this who Andy Cap is, is though, first. right? You know no. who that is. You don't know Andy Cap? No. Oh, shit, dude. That's amusing. This He's is the point a, where you tell me. It's another British thing, so of course, yeah, that's probably of why. Of course I don't it, know it. Andy Cap is a um, tabloid uh, newspaper cartoon character that literally is, uh, here you go, an English comic strip character. Uh, that debuted in the UK in the Daily Mirror, which is like, you know, just a a tabloid um, publication, in 1957. Um, And he is a basically a pub-going, beer-drinking, complain-about-the-wife kind of, you know, cliched... um, Sounds like me. ...comic strip, yeah. Andy Cap. He's kind of a, you know, an institution almost in, in British culture. I'm going to have to look this up. Yeah. Does he wear a you, bowler? No, he wears a cap. Um, it's like a, um, a working men's cap okay. that, cover, that covers his eyes. So he can, he, 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 you never see his eyes. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look this up. I'll report back next week. Okay. But um, yeah, that, that's, that's, that's our episode, I think. Well, um, I do have to mention one thing um, because the coronavirus is going around. Um, 
Outbreak is trending on Netflix. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I've been tracking that. I haven't watched it yet. Um, but I saw one day it was at nine, and I think yesterday it was at seven. Have you seen it today, Marty? I haven't, but when I watched it. I think it was number three. And it got I up to it. number three? What? I watched that like Friday, Saturday. I think I watched it Saturday morning. So I haven't seen the movie yet. But uh, if it's if it's at number one, I'll watch it eventually. Maybe. Um, now, see, this brings into uh, kind of something I want to talk about is that. Marty, um, you just that was the one thing you wanted to mention. I, I know. But here's the thing. It was brought up. What's by that thing? Our listener, Han, who suggested that we read The Hot Zone as our next book. And Han? so. Yes. So low. Um, Are you so, getting trolled? No, she's down at UC Davis studying uh, microorganisms. And um, I forget what exactly she's getting her PhD in with her project. But um, she was like, the hot zone. You guys should read the hot zone. The and hot so, zone. But we're not. Oh, man. It's about Ebola, the Ebola outbreak in 1989 um, that partially happened in Virginia, but was contained. And so that's her recommendation. I read it in high school. It's a really good book. Um, and National Geographic just did a six part uh, series on it. And I watched that this weekend too. And so we could do well, a, a book club already read and, and watching it. I would read it again. Cause it's been almost uh, what almost 20 years since I read that. Don't you think like, Outbreaks and pandemics are overdone. Yeah, a little. By the way, number six. <laughs> it's number six. Yeah, I don't think you ever got up to number three, Marty. Right now, six. Well, Friday was one of the crazy days, so I could see it getting higher. One of the crazy days. It's only gotten crazier. Yep. But, um, well, that's right. that's we'll, we'll put that on the list for the we'll hot put that zone. On you know, we didn't talk about it, and I'm guessing that's because you guys don't watch it, but uh, Westworld? Nope. Uh, oh. I haven't even finished season two. I haven't even started season new two. Season started, new season started yesterday, and it was surprisingly good, considering, you know, where it is now. It was, just, it was good. I was never that into it as much as some of my friends. Um, sure. I liked Game of Thrones more, and then it... Yeah, but I just didn't get as much into it. I still haven't finished uh, Watchmen. No, I didn't finish it either. Probably should, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're going to have time. We are. Can we finish yeah. this podcast? Yes, no. let's finish. No. So we can play, so we can play Rocket League. <laughs> oh, not, Rocket and League. And not do any of the things that we've talked about. Yeah. What do you mean? Definitely not going to do chores. <laughs> All right. Do something, but appreciate you guys listening. Anyone hey, who does you, listen, why we does, will why, keep. Ha- what? What? What why, are you why, saying, Marty? Why do chicken coops have two doors? One for you to collect the eggs, and one for you to feed the chickens. No, because if they had four, they'd be chicken sedans. Ooh. Again. We appreciate you guys (laughs) for listening. We're just going to let that one slide. But we will keep Han's book on the list. And let's talk about that next week. I know we kind of 
fell apart on that. I didn't even think about that until you brought it up. But I have a few suggestions from the outside world, not within the podcast. And then I think as of now, that might be the only listener suggestion. Yeah. Han is still listening, which I'm amazed at. So, Han, thank you. Han, tell us why you're listening. That's that's all I want to know. All right. With that, I guess we'll see you next week. You're not going to see them, Marty. Okay. Well, you'll hear us next week. Maybe. Possibly. Neil, you never say bye. You just get lost in thought. Yeah, sorry. Bye. See you next week.